Yeah, welcome back everybody And thank you for listening I am your host, Michael Gomez Alongside with my co-host, Anthony Patton If this is your first time, we thank you for tuning in Thank you This is Big Brother Sports Talk, episode 18 Today is Wednesday, January 23rd Are we on 18 already? Yeah, man We on on Peyton Manning already Yeah, and if you don't yet, make sure you follow us on Twitter PatMullah50, A56Philly Baby Gomez 06. Let's jump into it, Mike. So I, I had a question for you today in our opening segment because it's it's come up a lot in the, the the recent years. Should the NFL change the overtime rules so that each team has a chance to possess the ball even after a touchdown? I'm going to say this. I don't really like the... If they kick a field goal, you get the ball back. Thing. You get a chance. I think if we're going to do first point wins, then a field goal should be a like point. It, like it used to be. Yeah, like if it's if it's no, if only one team gets the ball or like if you only have to score, then a field goal is to win the game. Because if you win the game in the fourth quarter in the last seconds by a field goal, you win the game. Yeah. So I don't really get the it's fact that. D- it should be just sudden death. Whoever scores first wins. Or, where I think you're going with it, should both teams have the ball? At least. Um, Honestly. Do you think both teams should have the ball in it? Nah. I think think the games are already long enough. I mean, and it's crazy because my team has has fall victim to, to those situations. But I think the games are already long enough just... Next next point scored. Whatever point. Field goal, safety, yeah. whatever. Touchdown, game over. Well, you win. I, I I like the sudden death thing because for all the people that complain about, oh, Pat Mahomes didn't get the ball, well, that's why we played an hour of football. Minutes. We just played 60 minutes of football for you guys to um duke it out and get that, get the win. So I don't really like. I mean, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter talking about should we go to the. I know Ann even talked about you. We even talked about this before. Should we go to the college like setup? Every if every overtime game would probably be like another sixty minutes. Points. Another sixty minutes of football we'd probably watch. Or yeah. do you think the NFL, since it's more elite talent, better players everywhere? It won't go as far as some of the college games because there's this is elite football. It's like Bill Belichick saw you come out five times. Like, are you really going to do Bill Belichick ten times in a row and right. keep scoring and scoring and scoring? It's like any good head coach should be able to close it out. Yeah, you should be able to close it out after doing. maybe one or two yeah. overtimes. I, I agree, but I don't think that they should even change it. I think they should go back to sudden death. sudden death and the next point wins because like i said like you said you already played 60 minutes you already had your chance to win the game in those 60 minutes yeah so don't tell me that pat mahomes needs to get the ball if your defense can't lock down and make a stop then that's you know that's your fault pretty much but i do think i don't know i like the sudden death but if we're going to do a field goal, you get the ball. Maybe we should let both teams get the ball. Yeah. Or there should be a way where the coin, maybe the way that the coin flip could be different or, like, who gets the ball 
first could be different. Like because the coin flip wins the game at this point if you score a touchdown. Or like say, or like say you get the ball first to start the game. If it goes into overtime, whoever got whoever got the ball at halftime should get the ball in overtime. Or like if you get if you won the the coin flip to win the game and you received, then you if it goes into overtime you receive the ball in overtime because you won that first initial coin yeah. flip. Yeah. If only if you receive and not defer to the second half. Yeah. I mean, th- there's there's many things that we could do, but I don't know. I like sudden death. Yeah, me too. Go out there, whoever scores, field goal, whatever point. It doesn't really matter to me. Like we said, like we're, there's only so much we can talk about this. We played 60 minutes of football. If you can't get it done in 60 minutes, why should I give both teams the ball again? A whole fresh new game, like. Or, or, this is my last thing. This may be the best idea. We play like an eight-minute quarter. Whoever comes out. Whoever wins the, whoever wins after the eight minutes, you win the game. Right. You know what I mean? That could what be. If it's, what if it's tied after that eight minutes? What if it's still tied? They got to play a whole new eight quarter. Eight no, then, quarter. then it could be sudden death. Then it could be sudden death. Then it could be any team, whatever team scores first, wins. How many timeouts do you get in that eight minutes? Two. Two? And you get a two-minute warning? Yeah. So So everyone would technically get three timeouts, but you only get two. And all the challenges would come from... Upstairs. Yeah. So you can't coach challenge in that eight minutes. I think I mean, you should be able to. You should get, get at one. least get one. Yeah, 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 you're right. To just, and since, then I just just a random warning, idea. And then after the two minute warning, you get all the coaches. a booth review. Oh, with with Whatever. speaking of the challenge, since like we're just gonna we'll just talk right into it. The NFL's considering, um, challenging pass interference now. You like it, Ann, or or is that kind of like we're doing too much now? I feel like it's doing too much, but but at some point I'm like. Maybe they should because apparently there's a bunch of refs that come out after games and say, "Oh well, I didn't see it. You seen it? I hate how you seen it, bro. I hate how like the NBA is notorious for this. You fuck up, and then after the game they say, "Yeah, we fucked up." As a player and as a coach, I don't want to hear that. As the NFL yeah, and the referees. And you're you're admitting to fucking up the game. Like you're admitting to being like, Yeah, y'all lost because we didn't see a call. We yeah. admit it. No. You know what y'all should do? Stick with the calls. Yo, that's what we called. If you would have played if you would have played better in the third quarter or the first quarter and you didn't turn the ball over four times, one play wouldn't have been the difference. Right. I hate people in general all across the board who say this. Oh, we lost because that last play of the game was a bad call. Well, how about you not throw an interception in the first quarter? How about you get that third down conversion? How about your kicker doesn't miss the field goal in the, going into the half? How about you you make free throws in the first quarter? How I about will, you not turn the ball over? I will give the Rams this. They did, they did erase a 13-point deficit. They did. Jared Goff looked afraid. In the first half. And, and I bounce think Todd back. Gurley only touched the ball. Like, I think it was he didn't have double-digit touches. Yeah, like, I, saw the t- I saw people tweeting talking about, is Todd Gurley injured? 
Like, where's he at? I know he was. I know he was injured for uh, a decent portion of the 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 end of their season. Yeah, like but they said he weeks. was perfect by the end of the year. They said he was fresh. Like going into that Cowboys game, they said that Todd Gurley was a hundred percent. Maybe he took a step back or something because maybe they're not CJ, telling us. Yeah, C.J. Anderson is is gonna have to have a lot of responsibility. In I don't the next think couple weeks. I don't think the Rams ran the ball enough, and they should. Because you have to beat up, you have to beat down that Saints defense. So let do you do you remember the score of that game? At since we're already into it, the score of that game, the this, Rams game was uh, twenty six to twenty three. So the, the Rams and we both picked the Saints. Yeah. The so way. the Rams, the young gun, Jared Goff, captures his what second playoff win? I think it's his yeah second second back to back wins. Because last year they got knocked out first, the first round game yeah. they played. So Derek Goff gets his second playoff win. Going to the Super Bowl. And is heading to the Super Bowl in what, his third, fourth year? Third or fourth year? This is his, yeah, third year. Him and Carson Wentz came in the same same time. So Derek Goff, shout out to you, man. Shout out to the young gun because we uh, we doubted you, bro. We said Pat Mahomes had the best chance to win this exactly. week. Exactly. We doubted him. But, hey, you know, congrats, bro. Go win it. So did you get to watch that game, man? Yes, I I did get to watch. Um, what are your uh, thoughts? Did you think it was a good game? Yeah, yeah, it was a very good game. You know that obviously that that pi kind of made it uh, a little a little shaky, but Drew Brees threw an interception in overtime, and the Rams said, didn't "Hey, look we're back. gonna go out here and win this." They didn't thing. look back after that. No, and. I'm going to say the running game for the Saints kind of went missing. Yeah. Like, where, where were a they? A running game that usually is dominant. Elite. You know, they have a really good duo. I, I don't know what happened. Bree says Am I he's tripping? Did, I didn't see a lot of good run game from the Saints. No, me neither. I really didn't even – I don't even know how they scored 23. I didn't even think their offense was really doing that well. Well, I know they had – the lead in the beginning. I didn't really get to watch. I think it was 13 nothing. Yeah, I didn't get to watch too much of the beginning. But I got to watch, like, you know, later or whatever. And I just seen the Rams playing so much better than the Saints in every, in every way. Like, every form of the game. It's crazy. So, going into halftime, it was t- 13 to 10 Saints. And at one point it was like thirteen nothing, and then and it the was Rams thirteen got nothing the, at the got the ball and kicked a field goal. Yeah, so first quarter Saints scored thirteen. Second quarter Rams scored ten. Third quarter both teams ended up tying, both putting the touchdown up. The fourth quarter the Rams outscored the Saints six to three, and then overtime Drew Brees throws the late interception, and then the Rams kick the field goal to get the win. Jared Goff goes 25 for 40, almost 300 yards, 297, with only one touchdown, with a pick. Brandon Cooks kind of hasn't really been making a lot of noise recently. Seven receptions for 100 yards. He's back in the Super Bowl for the second year in a row. Back, back to back. No, I don't even really like Drake. But on the other side, Drew Brees... <laughs> Drew Brees and, and Jared Goff almost <laughs> almost have identical games. Drew Brees is 26 for 40, 
two touchdowns with one interception. Brandon Ingram, Mark Ingram, not <laughs> Brandon Ingram. Basketball. Mark Ingram, nine carries. Kamara, eight carries. Damn, only 17 touches between the two. And That's and look, look, 31 yards from Ingram, 15 from Kamara. Kamara made a little noise in the receiving, 11 receptions, 96 yards. Now, if the Rams can do that next week against the Patriots, I think they have a shot. You keep Kamara and Ingram under 50 yards. Which, which I would say is light years better than Michelle and yeah, James White at this point. Yeah, yeah, in their respective careers. Yeah, of course. At this point, that duo has been better because, you know, Sony and Michelle's only rookie. So, obviously, they've, they've been yeah, better. they're a little more seasoned. So, if they can do that next week, they have, they have somewhat of a shot. And Michael Thomas, who had a dominating game against the Eagles last week, four receptions for 36 yards. Marcus, Marcus Peters wanted that gumbo. You see what he was saying? He was like, yo. Keep talking that ish. We're gonna, <laughs> we gonna see, because Sean Payton says something about this is the matchup we wanted. This is the matchup we wanted because they won earlier in the season. Yeah. He said we gonna see. Me and Sh- after 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 the game, me and Sean Payton gonna have some gumbo together. <laughs> and yeah, my Marcus man, Peters approached Payton after the game too. Oh really? Yeah. Here we go. But with the Rams on defense, we we ran it Rams. What's his name? Corey Littleton. 11 tackles. 11. Roby Coleman got away with some... some uh, Not even that one P.I., but he was, like, holding the entire game. I don't I don't know what that is. There's a hold on every play in the NFL. Yeah. They just pick and choose whenever they want to call it. I, lo- I don't know how true it is, but I've seen a thing on Facebook saying that the ref that missed that P.I. was, like, from L.A. and played uh, for the Rams. I saw shit. that Todd Gurley... And him traded uniforms. Yeah. Did you see that? Wild. Did you hear that a little bit? Yeah. I see that, that about? I thought it was photoshopped, to be honest. Uh, I, I don't know if it's real or, real or fake, but yeah. I did see someone talking about it. You see a lot it. of crazy, stupid stuff. You on, don't know what's real and what's fake. And 2018. Yeah. Everybody, it's 2019, but. Chargers <laughs> <laughs> are still in San Diego. It's too early. And it's 2018. <laughs> and on the other side, so Rams head into the Super Bowl. Impressive. In in a great game. Yeah. Two overtime games this week. That's the first time ever. Really? Yes. <sighs> but I'm going to say this right after this. We're going to go Chiefs-Patriots. I'm going to say going into like the second half, it was looking real dark for the Chiefs. I thought I thought the Patriots were going to win this game 35-10. Because... The game should have been twenty-one to zero at halftime, but it was only fourteen. The Patriots completely, completely controlled the entire first half. They were running the ball well. Pat couldn't it make any so, noise. It was reminiscent of the first game that they played. It was so cold, and the Patriots took advantage. Took advantage, and I really thought this was going to be a blowout, and. The Chiefs came back in the second half and scored and said, "You know what? They outscored the, the Patriots." Yeah, they scored yeah. seven in the third and twenty-four in the fourth quarter yeah. when it mattered. And 
I'm I'm not a big fan of the Patriots. Uh, I really think that they got so lucky in this game. So lucky. Tom Brady so, throws two interceptions. And if that last interception stood, three. three. That but ain't goat shit. It's not. That's not goat but shit. But I'm going to say this. He gets carried, bro. I'm going to say this right here, Ant. When Patty Mahomes, my guy, in the fourth quarter, drives down the field, he drove down the field twice in the fourth quarter, and 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 delivered both. Yes, got him in the got him the touchdown, and then got him the tie and field goal. I really. But when you give Tom Brady two minutes yeah. in That's, the fourth quarter, you know what you know what I I, t- I looked at my girl. I said, Patriots about to win. This is what Tom Brady does. Yeah. This is TB twelve time. They're not about to lose now. Game over. But it wasn't. Because the Chiefs managed to drive down and kick the, the game yeah, time. Because Patty goals. Mahomes, Patty Mahomes, non-existent in the first half, and so that he is the future in the second half. I I really I really that that one play where he he stepped up and rolled out and threw it down the sideline and the the receiver dove and caught it. That play was like so simple, but it was like. Oh, that's the play where they had to call their first timeout, right? Yeah. Then they had to like, call their timeout because Pat was Pat Mahomes was trying to rust everybody down the field. Say, you know what? And then yeah, that was a crazy play. It was it was so simple, but it was like, oh yeah, the Chiefs are really about to do something here. Like yeah. it was just like one of those, those those drive starters that you like. They say <clears throat> they say the first the first play of a drive when you're like in two minute in your two minute drill yeah. is the most important. You wanna get a a nice little chunk or at least a first down in that first play to give you some momentum going forward in your drive. I don't know I don't think that was the first play. Hello? Oh what the fuck? Alright, we ride in. Yeah. Just say what you were saying again. I don't I don't think that was the first play. But that was something that they like really needed to a big play to kickstart their scoring drive. And I'm gonna say that Patrick Mahomes zero turnovers the whole which, game, which we I was coming at him before about turning the ball over. You know, the kid plays his most one of his most perfect games of the season in his biggest moment, and he still loses. I kept and they kept saying on that network, you know, that's what we calling him. Pat Mahomes isn't phased by any moment. Fourth quarter, Tom Brady's on the other sideline. The moment was was never too big for him. He never he had came up, feet. stepped up, scored the touchdown. Tom Brady does Tom Brady sit, drives downfield, basically wins the game. Patty runs out there, gets that field goal, and we go to overtime. Pat Pat's the future. It's looking like yeah, Patty Mahomes. Yeah, I. I really like the way he plays. It's safe to say that Patrick Mahomes outplayed Tom Brady. It's easy to say that. Yeah, yeah. Tom Brady turned the ball over twice. Three One, times. <laughs> Three he, times if yeah, you don't. But yeah. my guy, what's his name? Who was the dude that was offside? D Ford. My guy. Let's be honest. And he's a free agent. We learned that. I mean, I never played football. Played football once, one, like two or three years. Being offside is unexcusable, bro. And you were lined up offside. It wasn't even like a huh, 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 and they drew you offside. Your dumbass was standing on the offside the whole entire time. 
I learned the that. game's over if that doesn't happen. D Ford, I just want to tell you that I learned that when I was eight years old. And so that, always keep your that, eye on the ball. And that cost you the Super Bowl appearance. And where to line up. But I will say that it is weird. It's so weird how that flag came out after they see yeah, that the ball was intercepted. That's weird. That it, it always happens. And the roughing the passer and all these different plays. It just seems like the Patriots always land on the right side of the of of the luck spectrum if we want on being lucky yeah. or not being lucky. I can I can sit here and complain about these damn refs, but it don't change the fact that these freaking Patriots are in the Super Bowl again for the third, the straight, third year. straight year in a row. They're I think they've been to the last they've been to the last five, four of the last five Super Bowls cuz they like the last eight or nine AFC championships. This is games. their eighth straight AFC championship game and he's been to the last four of the last five Super Bowls. All I got to say is go Rams. Yeah. <laughs> so so the Patriots 37-31 Get the get the victory. Let me ask you something, Mike. Rams, Patriots, Super Bowl. Do the Rams have a chance? And I saw. Oh, I do think they do. But let me say this real quick. I saw that you tweet. I saw. Did you tweet this or you retweeted it? What this is, is it? Tom Brady's third rematch. Yes, in I the Super Bowl. That. I tweeted that because it is, and it's like they're saying like, oh, is is the Patriots dynasty coming full circle? Which means he's he's beat the Rams, he's beat the Eagles, beat the. I mean, he hasn't he's he hasn't know, beat he the hasn't Giants. Re, he hasn't rematched the Panthers, played the Giants twice. Hasn't beat them yet. So he beat the Eagles and then just recently played the Eagles again and lost, lost. to them. Is it is it can history repeat itself here or, or are we watching Tom Brady get his sixth ring uh, on Super Bowl Sunday? It's going to be a much better game. But I'm going to go. I think the Patriots are going to do it. I think the Patriots are going to blow the Rams out. Oh, I don't want that to happen. I like, don't either. The last Super Bowl that was a blowout was what? That Denver game? Yep, Denver When Seattle, Seattle blew out. Oh, yeah. That's the last blowout. And I'm not, I'm, not gonna, I'm not trying to trash the Panthers. That wasn't a blowout, but it wasn't a great game. Like the Panthers, Panthers, Broncos, Super Bowl. Oh yeah, that, that was... wasn't a great game, but it wasn't a blowout. But we've seen two back-to-back really good Super Bowls. Oh yeah, like oh yeah, when we saw the first ever overtime Super Bowl where the Patriots with Atlanta. Another... Damn, Tom Brady's going to three straight Super Bowls. Another lucky ass Super this Bowl. This shit's nasty, that. man. Pan- uh, the Falcons are in field goal range, and then they decide to pass the ball and get sacked. Bro. Who does that? Who who has like a twenty point lead and that throws Coach the ball needs to every be fired after that shit? But you're um, fired. I I honestly think if the Patriots control the game the way they did against the Chiefs in the first quarter, blowout. I think they'll win like thirty three to fourteen. I don't know if the Rams if the Rams come out like they did against the Saints. You know who needs to fucking step up? <laughs> Real, shit. Or Ant too. Ant Real shit. Real shit. Real shit. 
Aaron Donald can't do this shit all by himself. Ndamukong Sue, you need to. Ndamukong Sue hasn't ass. really done anything exactly. all year. He exactly. hasn't done a damn thing. He needs to bust his. My ass. My guy, I just said who was been balling out. Littleton has been yeah. balling out. Yeah. Well, eleven well, tackles last week. Ndamukong Sue needs to have twenty, <laughs> because Aaron Donald is gonna probably be double teamed, triple teamed on every single play in the Super Bowl. Ndamukong Sue needs to get his shit right because. There's, Aaron Donald's not going to be able to do it all by himself. There's no way that Bill Belichick is going to let him play that big of a factor. Exactly. There's so, no way. So, Ndamukong Sue, you need to figure something out, buddy, because this is the New England Patriots. Yeah, Everyone's this, rooting for y'all this week. Well, next week. And it's, Everyone. And it's in Atlanta, right? Yes. Atlanta Super Bowl in the Mercedes-Benz Dome. It's a nice little stadium. I like that stadium. Oh, yeah, yeah. Really nice. Built. For some reason, they decided to put a Chick-fil-A in it, even though, you know, they're closed on Sundays. Uh, I've seen a, th- a picture where they're... <laughs> is that Chick-fil-A going to be open? I don't I don't think so. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, Chick-fil-A is like... I've uh, talked to the one Chick-fil-A guy locally. He said that Chick-fil-A never be open on Sunday, ever. No. He said he doesn't think it would no. ever happen. Just nope. because the way that they... I don't know. Whatever. The way they operate. Yeah. I've seen a picture uh, uh, that... They were lowering the prices of like their concessions. They said, "Oh, Super Bowl tickets might be high, but our concessions aren't." Oh, the, the that's what the <laughs> yeah. the the Falcon said, or I think it was from like ESPN or something. That network, you know that network. Yeah, that those guys. That, that's not a sponsor, but any in any way. I want to. S- so you're going. Let's just make the pick right now. You're going Patriots. Unfortunately, uh, I'm going Patriots too. But if the Rams can get after Tom Brady, they that's a, the key factor. That a, front four needs to get Tom Brady because Tom on Brady the ground at least three or four times. Maybe Tom Brady more. didn't get sacked one time last week. He, he hasn't been sacked sa- all postseason. He hasn't been. He didn't get sacked against the Chargers either. Yeah, he, the zero nuts. times has he been sacked. And the Chargers is probably not the best front four because I think the Rams front four is really good. More talented. They probably have more talent. Just on Aaron Donald alone is talented than all four guys the Chargers <laughs> yeah. have. True. True. So very true. But no sacks. You have to, you have to get him on the ground. You have to cause a turn. You have to make him throw the ball quick because the chiefs did that a couple of times where they pressured him and he threw the ball and, and it was just not even close. Yeah. Not even close. So, uh, and the one thing I like about the Super Bowl is we don't have to listen to Joe Buck or Troy Aikman. God damn, thank Jesus. Who, who's get, doing the Super Bowl? I think it's Tony Romo. Tony Romo and Phil Simms. Let's probably. speak about Tony Romo real quick. Is it crazy that Tony Romo damn near called every play on or, the Patriots drive? Or he was like, Or is it just rigged and he knows it's happening? Yo, chill. Don't say that. Don't ruin <laughs> it. But Tony Romo <laughs> literally called like the yeah. last five plays. He said, Yup. Gronk's get, they're they're gonna line up Gronk on the outside. Gronk said, gets a pass thrown. He said, uh, "I don't see them passing the ball here." And then they scored a touchdown. The, the Chiefs the need to jam it up. And then he was like, "Oh," he said something like, "Oh, they're gonna they're if gonna the go safety deep bite, down, if the safety bites, they're gonna go deep." He said, "Safety oh, bites goes deep." He said, "Oh, they're gonna go deep down the middle of the field with Edelman." Exactly that, and I'm like, "But I'm gonna say Come this: on. How does he know? Why this? are people surprised?" Tony Romo was a great quarterback. I mean, not no. Tony Romo was a good quarterback. He was good. He wasn't. Gr- he wasn't elite, but no. I was, that's why I say a lot of people. A lot of people shit. knock Tony Romo, but 
I didn't see nothing wrong with Tony Romo's game. And I think we've said this. He had some clutch moments. And he's had some... some Very major disappointments. Some fumble of fucking... Some unlucky stuff happened. But I'm going to say this. If Tony Romo were to have the defense that the Cowboys have now, we could have saw Tony Romo in the Super Bowl. Even if Tony Easily. Romo, even if Tony Romo didn't get hurt Zeke's rookie year, they would have they would have been in the Super Bowl. They probably would have won it. And it was safe to say that they could have went to Super Bowl if for the next couple of years. We they he could they could have went to Super Bowl the year that Des Bryant caught the ball, gained 5 yards, reached out Scored a touchdown. They said it wasn't no catch. It was well. It wasn't a touchdown. It was no. Like it would have been like on the goal two, line. Yeah. yeah. And then it was a no. Catch. As a Packers fan, and since we're talking about that, was that a catch or not? Did Des Bryant catch that ball? I can't. I can't even debate about this no more because I feel like that rule changes from week to, to week, week <laughs> to week. Yeah. So I can't even sit here and tell you what a catch is anymore because yeah. of these rules and how everything changes in the NFL. To be honest. Even if it was a catch, bro, like Aaron Rodgers was torching you all day. You yeah. had you gave us like you said, you gave us mad time to even go down the field and kick a field goal. That's all we needed to yeah. win the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, it was twenty six <clears throat> to twenty one at that point. Cowboys score there, we have four minutes left. Yeah, right. Twenty eight, twenty six, we can drive down the field, kick a field goal. Boom, we yeah, can end it. Pretty much. Even if it was, you know, we still had time, but it's always that what if. So, I, I'll, I'll give it to him. I'll say it was a catch because all these other calls are being called catches. Yeah. So, oh, with us saying that, the the each call, like, the catch is different every week, and we don't know what a catch is and what's not a catch and this and that. Was this week's NFL championship weekend, how both of the games were so good, and the first time we've ever seen back-to-back overtime AFC and NFC championship games was the performance overshadowed by the horrible officiating. Do you think the NFL the NFL couldn't ask for anything better than two championship games going to overtime? But were they overshadowed by the horrible, terrible officiating it i think so actually the officiating has been pretty bad throughout the entire season yeah but it it it's just insane that refs can really impact a game in the way that they have been all season long so it's so bad these these refs these refs are not i feel like they're just not even paying attention it's week in and week out it's, it's not it something is. like, it's not something that's like just happening. It was like the beginning of the season. It was horrible. They kind of fizzled out. We kind of figured out what the rule was and what kind of thing. And then now we're back to being bad again. Horrible. We're missing pass interferences. They're calling pass interference when I don't. And what can you do anymore on defense? Right. You 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 literally tap a guy and it's like, oh, you. And they pick and choose when they want to yeah. call the plays. Are we letting the boys play or are we not? It's like one one quarter they're letting them play, one quarter it's like, oh, now we're, now we're getting into calling penalties more. Like that literally just happened in the last couple minutes and now it happens again. Oh, now it's a flag. It was like you you got to That be, roughing the passer on Tom Brady was so horrible. That was one of the worst calls I've seen all year. They literally smacked Tom Brady's helmet. 
I think I think th- uh, the same thing happened to Mahomes earlier in the game. Yeah, like, and they called the flag. Yeah. So I mean that was that was consistent, but either on either player it shouldn't be a pass interference. I mean pass interference, roughing the passer right. on either player. Like, I mean you you smack the helmet. It's a, it's there for a reason. Yeah. It's crazy how you're not you're not how you're, inconsistent you're not hitting they are. It, you're not hitting your helmet with the other quarterback's helmet. You just smacked it. Yeah. They I didn't to. see I don't see anything about that in the rule book. You can't smack another player's helmet. Yeah, they need to they need to do something. Like I hope your your hands aren't illegally up in the face mask. He didn't on the grab face. it, like they he, didn't touch anything. It was a smack of the helmet. They need to get that shit together immediately. Right. But like you said, Ant, to wrap on this week, we did have two great games. I'm not going to knock it. Two really good games. I enjoyed watching both. To be honest, I only watched like the second half of the, the Chiefs game. I turned it on with literally like eight minutes left in the fourth. Right. And I was like, because I was watching it like on my phone. Like I just kept the score. Like I kept updating the score. Eight minutes. I was like, yo, babe, we need to time to, time to switch over. Right. <laughs> so I have one more question for you before we get off the NFL. All right. Are are the Patriots the luckiest dynasty of all time, in any sports, in any sports league? I would say yes, but I would say no at the same time. Okay. Because when they lost their two Super Bowls, it was on some of the wildest, luckiest, right. funniest shit possible. So it's it's just crazy how they got a taste of their own medicine. Yeah, they're getting the karma from. Those weird ass plays that happen, Charles, like Charles Woodson, where you know, is it a fumble? Is it an incomplete pass? And then they completely take that roll out, and now we have to. Oh yeah, that's when they played um the Raiders. Yeah, in like the snow, and that was the original Tuck rule, wasn't yes. the rule was created for that? Yes, and then and now they completely took it out. I don't know. It's so the refer the, the rules in the NFL. There are no damn rules. I don't know the rules. Like I need someone who knows football to sit next to me during the game and be like, "Yo, what's happening right now?" Right. Like it's they so, do with like they do with Dean Blandino. Like, what do you see here? Is this a catch? Is this not a catch? Is this you know a face mask? You know, if you need to call up the the, come on, man. Like y'all gotta have an old referee in the booth to keep and explaining to us what's going on because and sometimes they don't even know what's right, going on. Right. They don't even know how to how to call these calls because. Things change every. It's week to week basis. And then the referees go out in the, the the field like four times on the Chiefs and Patriots game, and they were like, they they stopped, they they like they went back on the field and was like, the game clock is correct. It's like, yeah, do we re- like, huh? Like, yeah, I I heard that. And and why wouldn't it heard, be? Like, you even heard Tony Romo clown it. He was like, he said, oh, the game clock is correct. That's funny or something like. Like, that, how many times do we have to keep? It's like they, we can't get the game. Y'all, y'all gotta reiterate the game clock. They being probably right. seen those. They probably seen those videos on Facebook where people are, are, are taping the game clock uh, when the Patriots play and see how like the play clock changes. It'll, from, it'll they'll push it'll, it up. Yeah, it'll go it'll from be, like fourteen. It'll go from like eight to ten seconds to like twenty four seconds right. to like eighteen seconds. It's funny. It's funny. Yeah. That's probably why they probably seen those videos. But I, I think they are. They are really, really, really lucky. A lot of the things swing their way in, yeah. in crucial, crucial moments yes. of football games. You see it. You see it every single year. Yeah. So I think Patriots win the Super Bowl. Me too. TB12 revenges his loss. Honestly, I think you you said blowout a few minutes ago. Yeah, 
I think blowout. Um, because blowout. Be- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chill, Draco. But <laughs> um, I think with the way that the Patriots' running game has been going, uh, that's why I said if the Rams can do that next uh, in the Super Bowl, they have a chance because the Rams' run defense hasn't really been that good. No. So I think their passing defense is worse, though. To yeah. be honest, like if yeah. you can to- if you can throw the ball on the Rams, you can Play win action and stuff like yeah. that. So it all, st- but you know, it all starts with the running game. If they can keep the running game to a minimum and not let the Patriots control the game the way they did against the Chiefs, yeah, they have a chance. But if they if they let the Patriots come out, run the ball, and score on that first drive, it's over. I think yeah. it's over. So I think we're we've been wrong. I was wrong on both games last week. Nah, we said Patriots. You said but Patriots, but Chiefs. you really, really wanted the Chiefs. We picked to win. Chiefs, but we said Patriots. I said it don't matter where the hell they play if they play on Mars or the Moon or wherever we at. You can't. You can't, you can't pick, pick against, against the Patriots. But I don't see. Yo, did you see? Let one more thing. Did you see? I tweeted something. If you go on eight five six Philly, Sean McVay. Literally has a coach standing next to him the whole yep, game. I see Pussing that, him friend. in it. Yep. <laughs> so he job. doesn't run into the referee. Say, where can I get that job at? That's what I said. I'm my, trying to get that. I'll grip you up. Like. My boy my boy Rob showed me it yesterday. I said, <laughs> yo, that probably pays six figures, bro. Yeah. I would love to Oh, do yeah. That. He probably does get paid good money. But I just thought that was really funny that's, that's that they got a guy out there holding his hips, moving him around. Because... <laughs> like, because they don't want him to run into the refs. Yeah, because that's interference technically, right? right? Yeah. You can get, you can get penalized and all that. Mm, let me pull it up. But is that gonna be a wrap? We both going, both, both going, going Patriots. Patriots in Super Bowl Fifty Three. Tom Brady will get his, his sixth, sixth ring. Michael Jordan. I hope he loses. He wears Under Armour. I hate Under Armour. Yeah, Under Armour. That's sit, a bad sponsor. Sit trash. We need a Nike sponsor. Yo, Phil Knight, Mark Parker, hit us up. We need like for some real, official merchandise. Just do it. Big Brother Sportswear, Nike sponsor. We need something. Some athletic shit. Yeah, yeah. Some nice Give shit. Give us a logo, yo. <laughs> yeah, right. But I want to jump right into this. We can talk about baseball real quick. Tim Tebow. I see you got this on there. I remember last year at this time we talked about Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow is going to open spring training with the Mets, the major league team. How you feel about that? I don't. I've never liked the idea of Tim Tebow playing baseball, playing baseball, and getting the opportunity that he's been given because like, of his name. You think it's because of his name? One hundred and fifty percent. There's no why. There's no reason. The Mets suck. The Mets did make a few moves, but it may be smart for the Mets to put Tim Tebow on the roster. Give them some more competition. Not even that. It's to put some stand, put some people in the seats. Yeah, it's like Tim true. Tebow's a big name. People follow Tim Tebow. People love Tim Tebow. He's like a likable guy. You might be able to fill out some the stands, fill out some seats in the crowd. Yeah, like but, oh, let's go to a Mets game. Maybe we'll get a chance to see Tebow play. Or we get to clown Tebow. Tebow's a bum. Look, right. we get to make fun of Tebow. We'll heckle him. We'll say he's a scrub. Right. It's good business, but I don't like that Tim Tebow gets the chance that he gets because there's people that <clears throat> work harder. There's been people better. working their whole entire life dedicated their whole entire life to this sport and Tim Tebow can't make it in the in the NFL and he's like oh well let's just try out baseball right it's like same thing with Michael Jordan yo basketball fans Michael Jordan was a bum 
Michael Jordan could not hit the ball. Michael Jordan was a scrub. The only Michael, the only reason Michael Jordan got to play that was, was because, because he was name. Michael Jordan. Yeah, not because he was good. You're not gonna not give Michael Jordan the opportunity to play on your team, no matter what sport it is. They're gonna put him on you there. Know it's his like name. same thing with Tebow. People Tebow's are, only getting to look for that. People are gonna come out and watch these people play because their name, of that name. Yeah, agree, hundred yeah, percent. I just, I just seen that and thought it was interesting because, you know. Maybe Tebow. Tebow makes an impact. Yeah, and Maybe. then we and then we got some other stuff right here. Yankee sign reliever Adam. I'm terrible. Adavino. That's a good little pickup. Solid closer from the Colorado Rockies. The Yankees lose pitching, and they just grab some more. Yeah, three big closers. The, the Yankees sign. The Yankees still need starting pitching, though. I think the Yankees are focused on this middle relief shit. When they don't have a, they only got one or two guys that can go past four or five innings. The Yankees didn't win a World Series last year because they didn't have the pitching, right? The starting pitching. It's like the Yankees need to get starting pitchers. It's kind of the same thing with the Braves. The Atlanta Braves, they are a good, solid team. We have some decent relief arms. Got to get more starting. We need starting pitchers to have better depth. We need it. Your rotation, your rotation has to be better because. Those same two pitchers can't be starting every other. Yeah, game. we need. We, you need at you least. Got to have at least three or four. Yeah, right? three or four guys every fifth day. You need someone to step in there. Yeah. So really, you need like four because every fifth day, and the Braves only. We have one ace. We have one guy, and that's it. We got some younger guys, but like I said, we're trying to. I don't know. If, are we waiting for these guys to come out of the farm system to be starting pitchers? Or are we going to go out there and make a move? Right. Like. To get to same get thing with the Yankees. Go get a starter. Yeah, go. We, you need to go, go put that money on a starter so it helps you in the long run. Yeah. So Yankees and the Yankees trade away Sonny Gray to the Reds to get a nice infielder. I forget his name. That's not important right now. But I think it's big for the Reds. I mean, it's big for the Yankees to get rid of Sonny Gray's contract, free up some cap space, get rid of that. Sonny Gray completely flopped out. With the New York Yankees, he was definitely not who they thought they were, who they thought he was going to be. I still think Yankees are going to make the playoffs easily. They're right there. They can push with the Red Sox, but the Red Sox are just dominating. They're they're a great team. Yeah. They really haven't gotten worse. They may lose the their their closer in Craig Kimball, who's a free agent. Still, no one has signed him. They could bring him back cheap if he don't find a deal. He wants a, but he wants he wants long term money. That's why I think the Red Sox are gonna move on from him. And then closer Cody Allen signs one year deal with the Angels. That ain't enough. You need more than that. Way more. Angels with the best player in baseball, you need to They've done nothing. They've done all. nothing to help Mike Trout. They have zero they've made zero position player moves. To get Mike Trout to any help, come remotely close to. They a got rid of Garrett board. Richards. They don't have any starting pitching now. They don't even have their guide anymore. And you got Mike Trout just sitting away, hanging out in L.A., literally just losing. They have they haven't done anything to even get remotely close to making the playoffs. Not at all. Not they're not even trying. Not to, even to win. It doesn't half even, their games. It doesn't honestly. even seem like they're trying to make a move. No. But. I don't, I don't care. Mike Trout, 2021, he will be a free agent. So he only has this year and next year. And then and then you sent me the you sent me the thing. They they said that the the Angels are really trying to extend him. 
But at this point, it's not looking good for the extension. If I was Mike Trout, are you? If you're Mike Trout, are you extending with a team that hasn't made the playoffs since 2012, and you've literally given them? Wasn't that his rookie season too? I think it was his second second, second year. year. Okay. Um, they haven't made the playoffs since then. Mike Trout has 12 playoff plate appearances. The best player in baseball 12. has been to the playoffs. And once. didn't get out of the first the first round. No, didn't got got they kinda got they got swept by the A's in a five game series, three oh. Didn't even win a game. That's bad for baseball. The it is the very best bad. one of the best players in the sport hasn't made the playoffs because his team is just letting him rot away. They fire the head coach, they bring in Brad Osmus. That's not the answer. Clearly not because he's not doing much. Well, no, that, this is going to be his first year right here. Right. Yeah, but you're saying on the so offseason, they haven't so done far. anything. You know, this is it's a crucial it, – the offseason is such a, a crucial part of building your team. Yeah. And you're not even you're not even bringing in people that can even help. And we're acting like there wasn't big names floating around this right. year. There's plenty of There's big names. There's still big names floating. With that being said, Chris Bryant, Comes Cubs third sells. baseman, rookie of the year. MVP caliber type guy says what do you say that it's not good for baseball that Bryce and Manny are still unsigned and I'm gonna say this to 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 kind of roll off on that with that being with that being said JD Martinez went last year really deep in the free agency last year too he wanted 300 million and you said something about settled for like 110 or 115 nothing crazy so and J.D. Martinez damn near had an MVP, triple crowned, literally took the Red Sox over the top. Right, and you said World he Series went out champion. there and proved why he said he, was he worth, wanted that He much said, I wanted $300 million, and then went out there and played like he was worth $300 million. Right. And the Red Sox getting for $100 million. That hurt them. And now, two 26-year-olds, man. They're 26 years old. They haven't even hit their prime technically. Right. If you sign these guys to a five-year deal, you're getting so many good. You're probably getting all five of those years. You're getting five solid, prime, really good prime years. seasons. Yeah. And and we have teams scared to sign deals with prolific players, with some of the best players in the game. That means that any, all of these teams in baseball aren't confident in their in their move with with signing a star like this. They don't. I guess they're just scared. They don't want to. Well, they don't want their money to go Because to this is what's happened, right? Alex Rodriguez signed a 10-year deal with the Yankees. Five of five of those 10, he was a non-factor. Right. Albert Pujols signs a 10-year, 275, 200 whatever, eight, 200 whatever million dollar deal. Albert Pujols is a seller himself for the last five years. Been dealing with injury. He's old can't produce, can't run down the baseline, can barely do much. Right. Miguel Cabrera signs an eight-year extension, makes his contract like one of the biggest contracts ever, hasn't played a full season since then. So it's like if your deal is over five years. This is, I think that's why teams are very scared to sign to throw big term. money at Trout. I mean, throw big money at Harper, Machado, some of these big names because it's like, look at those teams that have done it in the past. It hasn't really worked out. It hasn't worked out at all. So it's like, look what the Red Sox did last year. That worked out perfect. 
But the Red Sox did have the highest payroll in the game last right. year by like a huge margin. Like Yankee fans, Red Sox fans. I'm yo, I'm I'm here again, Boston fans. How dare you? Him. You guys are nasty again. You talk all that shit on the Yankees. Yankees buy World Series. You bought a World Series yeah, last year. They definitely You did. bought one. <laughs> you are the biggest payroll in baseball by a humongous margin. Were all of those... Such your mouth. Was J.D. Martinez drafted by the, the Red Sox? No, he was drafted by the Astros. Okay. Didn't and really they pan signed out. Him in the, they signed him in the, the offseason last season? The Red Sox signed After him last for year. the Astros? No, he was on the Astros. The Astros gave up on him. He went to somewhere else, and then he ended up on. Okay. Then he ended up on Detroit. Then he ended up on Arizona. I was gonna say because had a breakout season in the in Arizona with the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks make the playoffs, and then he became a free agent. And then he wanted that big money. I was gonna say because it could have been different. Like, oh, maybe the Red Sox drafted these guys, and yeah, then they, and then made them. That was their big free agent. Yeah, deal. yeah they, they signed. The best hitter in baseball, arguably okay. the greatest hitter in baseball right now, for pennies on the dollar. Right. Like, this is why Harper and Manny haven't signed yet. Harper's not going to do... Like, if I'm Bryce Harper, I'm not signing for J.D. Martinez money. Bryce Harper's a huge name in baseball. He has charisma. He brings people to the park. Yeah, and he will. He will easily. That name... He's so he's so talented. Like, you even don't need when... Like even when the Nationals are playing somewhere else, they'll go and watch the game. Like oh the, like like when I went, I, I went, went and saw Bar- right. You go and you go and watch them play, and like oh they're playing the Phillies. Cool, we get to see Bryce Harper. Like people will even go, people will go there right? just to boo him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, a heel crazy. and a hero. Like he's a a face and a hero for for everybody. If he's on your team, you love him. If he's not on your team, you hate him, and that's what you want. Manny Machado, kind of the same thing. This year, he's kind of built. Last year, he kind of built the reputation of being like a dirtier player. People he's, will go. He doesn't hustle. You're going to boo him, or yeah. you're going to cheer for him because he's on your team because right. he produces. He's a good baseball player. He has, he has style, swag. He has, you know what I mean? The shit that baseball needs. These people will easily sell tickets. Exactly. Easily, you'll easily get that money back. And these teams are <laughs> being they're playing with scared money. Because they don't want to, ha- they don't want, they don't make no money, and they don't because they're afraid of what happened to Yankees. The Angels. result, the result isn't isn't in their favor. The odds of the result of signing them to that for much that money. ten year deal to yeah. that three hundred million, that all that big money doesn't make sense for the franchise. Yeah, so it's got to be something like you got to like cut that in half. That's why I've, I've said before, we'll we'll stop talking about it right after this. That's why if I'm Brandy, if I'm Bryce Harper and Manny Machado, I'm saying, yo, I want a five-year deal, $250 million. I'll give you the Just best like five that. years of my life, and I get my money. It's a win-win, like we said last week. It's a win-win. Yeah, you so. the best five years of this player's career, and they get they Yeah, get and they're saying, they need. and there's been rumors around that Manny has been offered a seven- or eight-year deal for like a $250 million. That's really not year by year what I'm looking for if I'm those guys. Like Mike Trout made like through he made thirty million dollars last year. That was what his year contract was worth. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Thirty million in one year is big money. Really great. That's great money. Anybody would take that. Hell yeah. But 
Let's get into it's some ge- NBA it's action. It's February, Ant. Yeah. I know, I'm sorry. It's February. Almost February. Yeah, yeah. It's January. It's the last week, last two weeks of January, and the two biggest free agents in the still MLB unsigned. still don't have a home yet. Think about that, guys. The biggest free agents. And spring training is what? At the end of February. Yeah, March. In a month. Yeah, in a month. Pitchers and catchers will be there in a month. What's these going guys, on? These guys have to find a home. The players' union is pissed off, I heard. Like, the the MLB players' union, they want to know what's going on. Where the money at? Baseball made $10 billion last year. Sign they made the $10 billion, man. That's a lot of money. And they can't... And they you can't, can't sign the best players in the game? It is really bad for baseball, though. It is. Yeah, that's a whole nother podcast. I could spend 10 days on what's wrong with baseball right now. But let's jump into it. You said what you got next over there, Ant? We got we got some NBA action. I had a que- another question for you. I have a lot of questions these days. Um, this season, just this season, is is James Harden the best basketball player in the NBA right now this season so far? No. Even with three fifty point games, three of them. There's what did we <laughs> say? We figured out there was twelve, right? There's, yeah. There's been twelve fifty point games. James Harden has three of them. And there's uh, nine other different players that have 50-point games. We even uh, counted Kemba Walker's 60. Yeah. Um, you know, 50-plus. James Harden has, what, a fourth of the 50 <laughs> Basically, games. yeah. He's been balling. Yeah, but he has been balling. He's but. been going in. I think it's easy to give him the MVP halfway through the year. Since the All Star break is literally like right around the corner, it's month, easy to I think a little bit more. I think it's a month or something like that. Yeah, a month and a, a month and a half. So I think you could give him the MVP, but I think you could give Giannis the MVP too. Yeah, Giannis, Giannis or whatever. You know. Giannis, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Been, <laughs> Antet, you know, yeah, I, that name is. If I can say that right, what the fuck? <laughs> Antetokounmpo. He's a baller. Yeah, he's he's been breaking out the last couple of seasons. And, and without him, I think his time is is like coming. Without him, Milwaukee ain't nothing. Oh yeah, they probably They're wouldn't nothing. even. They probably wouldn't even win twenty twenty games if they didn't have him. So I think those two guys are the favorites for the MVP so yeah. far. We got James Harden, and we got Giannis. I guess, I guess Giannis has to step it up and get some fifty point games. Yeah, I, I'm surprised. Does he have any of those fifty point games? I, I didn't see his name, but I can I can look again. We'll pull that up real quick. But I want to say this real quick. Lakers is I want to say is Lonzo Ball injury prone, guys. He's been he's been injured. He was injured last season too, right? Did yeah. he get carried off the court? The other night he got carried off the court. It was like a, a ankle sprain. He's 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 poised to miss four to six weeks. Man. Damn. Lonzo can't stay on the court. So so no LeBron. No LeBron 50-point games. No Lonzo. Oh, no. We're talking about the Lakers now. Yeah, no Lonzo or no LeBron. Oh, I think LeBron did have a... LeBron does have a 50-point game. Winner. Yeah, he has 51 or something, but... I remember that now. Is Giannis on there? I seen. I see a 54. I mean, a 44. I see a 40... A 43... There's no, been a there's been a hundred forty point games this year. Yeah, he is he is not on here. He's not, uh-huh. but he you know he he has 
fallen shy a couple times, but now he has not had a fifty point game. Well, when, I'm just waiting for that to happen. Yeah, he he needs to he needs to get himself one because James Harden is is ahead of him in that category. So, do you think the Lakers are going to miss the playoffs? If if LeBron doesn't come back soon, I think they're so. in danger. Yeah, they're in they're in very in very they're very dangerous. I think they're still in the the eighth seed. I think still. Wow, let's they, pull I feel up. like they've been losing a, a decent amount of games recently. But yeah, LeBron LeBron's uh, being sidelined can really cost them a playoff spot if if he doesn't come back and and still compete at a high level. Uh, no, we fell out of the to. fell out of the eighth seed. They're the ninth seed now. That the Utah Jazz step up, so they're like a game ahead. Yeah, it looks like it's the the Jazz are twenty six and twenty two. The Lakers are twenty five and twenty three. Okay, so yeah, they're a game a game ahead. So LeBron needs to come back immediately. Lonzo's gonna and miss four to six season. weeks. He needs to literally save their season. LeBron's gonna have to do what he did with the Cavs last year. Yep, carry him to the carry Playoffs him to the postseason and hope and hope they get some they catch a couple breaks and and win win a playoff series. Do you think it will be easier for him to win a playoff series in the West? Probably not. These I feel depending like on teams, where they fall. Yeah, depending yeah, like on where the, they fall. Like if the Nuggets stay at number one, the Nuggets are at two now. Golden State has yeah. a full game lead. Now they're gonna they're gonna keep they're gonna be in the driver's seat. The Thunder are the third seed. Now, if the Lakers could play the Thunder, the Nuggets, or the Trailblazers, we can beat all three of those teams. Oh, yeah, easily. LeBron can beat them by himself. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know I'm, like, being naive, and I'm not really the biggest LeBron fan, but there's nobody on those teams that are going to step up in LeBron's face and stop him. From only only Paul George is remotely close, but I still don't see it happening. Paul George balled out the other night against yeah. the Sixers. Yeah, he did. That big shot. Yeah. Big shot. He is a big shot. Did you see? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I still big think shot. he should have came. Did you see Joel Embiid? Take that little extra puss on Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Russell Westbrook was complaining. You just heard what Joel Embiid said what about him. Say? He's always complaining. There's always something wrong with him. Yeah. Russell Westbrook's always bitching. I'm not I'm not a big fan of Joel Embiid, but he's right. Big facts. Russell Westbrook's big always facts. got something wrong with always him. Always something wrong. Always, no matter what, he's complaining about something. And you know how many rings Russell Westbrook got? He got zero. Zero of them things. Keep your mouth shut. Win and then you can say whatever you want. And he wears it proudly because he has that zero. zero as <laughs> <laughs> but yo, Boogie Cousins is back uh, for the second game, and with the way Clay Thompson played last night, you wouldn't I, even know. I didn't know anybody else was on the Warriors. Clay, Clay Thompson, Thompson goes on. ten for ten, first ten three pointers, and he goes Slash. seventeen for twenty. Damn right, Splash. Splash Brothers. That's why they call him that. And, and speaking of Splash, my man Steph Curry took a spill. He took a sp- he spill. That looked ugly. He splashed. It looked spilled. ugly. And then <laughs> yeah. he looked ugly. Then he tried to make the three, and he airballed it. I think yeah, he ended yeah, up shooting a brick that. like right after that. But Golden State dominated the Lakers last night. He, so I think, it was, was ninety three around with him at that point. to one twenty one. Yeah, the game was already Wasn't over. Wasn't that the same score of the Sixers game last night too, or no? Or am I bugging? Uh, let me pull. Nah, I think I might be wrong. Sixers, that might be the Sixers score. 93 to 121, the Sixers beat the Rockets. I was about to say, that sounds... And the Lakers, yeah, I was wrong. Lakers lose 111 to 130. So the Lakers almost lose by a 20, like damn near 20 points. Golden State scored 45 points in the third quarter. 
That's crazy. Clay Thompson. Did you see that Carmelo Anthony got traded? Got traded to the from Bulls. The to the Bulls for and they're like saying, cash or something. And they're saying he may never play a game. They're going to wave him. I saw that. Like, they were, they were dragging his name through the... They've been doing that all season, but... Carmelo, I think at this point, you just should retire, bro. Yeah. Like we've been talking about. Just hang it up. I think he should have hung it up. A couple he shouldn't even have came out this year. Like, he should have just retired. Like, Melo, you're a Hall of Famer, probably. I had somebody tell me that I'm wrong for saying that Melo's not. He's a Hall of Famer, probably. Just like you said, it's it's becoming a Hall of Really, really good. good. Like, not... The Hall really of Elite, great, the elite winning championships being considered the best in your your position or whatever. It's becoming a Hall of, in in all. I feel like in all major sports, it's exactly what it's turning into. It's turning into the best guys in the league, the best players, and the best character guys. I don't care what type of character you have. When you lace up the cleats and you step on that grass or that turf or whatever the hell they play on now, because. They don't even play on grass anymore. <laughs> we don't know what it is at this point. That shit, home. Whatever you do, <laughs> <laughs> whatever you do on that field or turf in that arena court is whatever. the only thing you should be based upon. Yeah, I don't care what you do off the court, as long as you're not doing like wild nut shit, like crazy shit. Because we have like a huge double standard of crazy nut shit. It's like, let's yo is Michael Vick a Hall of Famer? That's random as hell. Random is Michael as hell. Vick a Hall is Michael Vick a Hall of Famer? I I would have to say no. Okay, is Ray Lewis a Hall of Famer? According to Ray Lewis's off the field antics, should he be in the Hall of Fame? If we're judging guys off character, if based? it's if it's off the field antics, no. Because Marvin I'm, Harrison I'm got sure. a body, he shot somebody, yeah, almost damn near went sure to Ray prison. Lewis killed a guy after after a Super Bowl and they something crazy like that. He was in the car, or some wild shit. Marvin Harrison shit. got a video of him wearing a hoodie, shooting people, and he was a first ballot Hall of Famer. Right. So now, now if you were saying off the field antics, Michael Vick. I I did it based on I mean basically yeah yeah achievement on the field I don't think Michael Vick's not obviously it. obviously Michael Vick is one of the most exciting players to ever watch all time in the NFL but achievement wise I don't he's think not. he's a Hall of Famer Damn. but if it if it's based on like players most exciting to watch and stuff like that can you tell the history of is. the game without Michael Vick yeah yeah. Damn, There's some wild plays that Michael Vick has. But I hope I hope Mike Vick gets into the he's, hall. I don't think he's ever been to a Super Bowl. Nah, he's only been to the championship game. Like I don't twice. think he has any any major passing records. He might have rushing records. But for Cam Newton's coming up on all those. Um, I'm gonna pull up Michael Vick's like he doesn't have any any major major passing records. Uh, he's never been to a Super Bowl. Okay, so Michael I, Vick. It's hard for me to even say. Even say he's he's a Hall of Famer. So he's a four-time Pro Bowler, NFL Comeback Player of the Year. That's impressive. Seven point car, seven point yard, seven point yards per, per carry, carry, which probably leads all time in quarterbacks. Um, Six thousand rush yards and a thousand and thirty-nine rush yards by a quarterback. Those are his three records. Most most yards per carry, most rushing yards by a quarterback in career, and most rushing yards. In one season. 
passer rating of 80, 36 rushing TDs. What's his completion percentage all time? Where does he rank? Let me see if I can pull that up. But quick. but then again, sometimes completion percentage ain't really like all that of a stat because Chad Pennington is is the most accurate passer uh, of all time. He and who's was, that guy? He was a, basically a game man. And who's he man played for that? the Jets and the Dolphins. His passing percentage? Yeah, passing uh, completion percentage. Chad Pennington. 56.2. A lot of like the really really good quarterbacks at least are in like the sixties. I feel like Chad Pennington is seventy point four. He leads all time, uh, but sometimes that ain't really that all, all that great of a stat. What is his what is his like touchdown interception ratio stuff like that? Okay, like so he has one hundred and thirty eight touchdowns in his one hundred and thirty three touchdowns in his career with eighty eight interceptions. That's ugly. So ugly. 133 divided by 80. 88. 1.5. That sounds bad. Uh, that's not. That's it's not, not as bad as what you think. Not as yeah, bad as what I think. It's not as bad as what you think. <clears throat> okay. Um, I mean, damn. We started talking about Michael Vick right, randomly. Right. But so what <clears throat> you were saying is, are these players deserving the Hall of Fame? Like, if they don't get into Hall of Fame, it's because of their off-the-field antics, which most of the time is what happens. It's like T.O., they snubbed T.O. for the first year because his off-the-field antics. And T.O.'s like... He's like number three of even, all time, bro. I'm not even I'm not even attending the ceremony, nothing. That shit was corny, though, yeah, T.O. Get yeah, over yourself, bro. Fit, get over yourself. That's why, they gave, that's why they did that shit to you, bro. Yeah, because you did that funny like ass that. shit. That's the exact reason why yeah. they said you are not a first ballot. But if Marvin Harrison is the first, Marvin Harrison, with all due respect, is a great receiver. If Marvin Harrison's the first fucking it's first ballot, then T.O. is first ballot. Easily. 100%. T.O. is somewhat like top. He, I, ain't, I don't know. He's top 10. Him and Randy Moss like <clears throat> flip-flop in each category. Like <clears throat> one category, Randy Moss leads. The other category, I've heard people leads. say that they'll take T.O. over Randy Moss. There's a lot of people that say that. and That's nutty, huh? I, I would take Randy Moss easily I'm all taking day. Randy Moss any day of the week but, over T.O. But you know what? It's arguable. It really is arguable, T.O. When you Moss, look at stats, it's scary close. Yeah. It's really close. Scary close when you look at those two guys right there next to each other. T.O., you could easily say that T.O.'s could be better. Yeah, than Randy Moss. In certain situations, <clears throat> in certain, you know, for uh plays, <clears throat> whatever, you know. T.O. had it's it's brick arguable. Hands, though, man. Sometimes, yeah. Is Tad Johnson a Hall of Famer? No. No? No. Damn. No. Sorry. Damn. Ocho. Tad Ocho Sorry, Cinco, Ocho. my guy. He is. He is he is <laughs> he was a really good receiver bomb. He's the reason why I made Twitter. If if he is in the <clears throat> Hall of Fame, it would be for uh, the best celebrations. Uh, yeah, Some so of they, the best celebrations. They'll put a little little video clip of him in right. there. He won't be in the Hall, but he'll be in the Hall. <clears throat> Man, what else we got to talk about today? Man, is that it? <clears throat> is that it? Oh, we want to, um, <clears throat> before the podcast is over, I want to shout out Millville High School grad. Well, not grad yet. Alumni. Not even yet. <laughs> <laughs> Millville High School as a Student. new all-time high school basketball scoring leader. He, he literally beat a record that had stood 
for 50 years. Since 1969, he currently from Alan Saul in 1969. Rynell, that's how you say it now? Lawrence is the new all-time scoring leader in Millville High School history. On Saturday, over in a win, right? Yeah, over, over Kingsway. Over Kingsway High School. One by 12. He goes and beats the all-time record. We want to say congratulations, man. That's, that's You're going to be on that banner for a long time. 50 years. Since 1969. That's, that's a good accomplishment. That's, that's a great accomplishment. I want to get him on the podcast. If anybody listens to this podcast and you know this man... Tell him we want to get him send on him this. Here. Send him this link so we can talk to him. We want to talk. We want to. T- we want to know how it feels to to hold a record at Millville High School. And after that long of it standing, let, let us Post know. Malone. If, I just want to say congratulations. He worked so hard, man. Yeah. No pun, right? No right. pun. But yeah, congrats. Uh, he has a bright future. He, We'd love to see him in college basketball. I've, I've played, I don't know if you remember who I was, but I've, I've played uh, some pickup games with him uh, a, lo- a couple years ago in the summertime. And uh, he was out there competing with with a lot a lot bigger people. And, you know, he was, he was actually doing really well scoring and stuff. So congratulations, Ronnell. Keep, keep up your keep success. Keep balling. Hope you hope you get into a really good school and you can show them that. Maybe we want to see you at the next level. Yeah, we definitely we do. Because you know Congrats. we care for Mobile High School yeah. grads. If you follow eight five six Philly, I always tweet when I ever see guys from South Jersey make a little noise. Um, even yeah, South Jersey, Cumberland County in general. In general uh, the kid from Vineland, Jamel Demby, he plays for the Rams. He's going to be in the Super Bowl. That's dope. Start, but that's still pretty cool. That's dope. That's I know for him. Louisville High School graduate, graduate Dwayne Hendrick has a Super Bowl Super ring with yeah. the Giants against Tom Brady in that second time they beat him. So, I mean, yeah. hey, whatever. If you're from Louisville High School and you out here winning, you're from Cumberland County, South Jersey, and you out here winning. We want to say congratulations. We, we, we cheer for you guys. This is the 856 Podcast Local. Local. Yeah. We don't really give Philly teams that much love, but <clears throat> if you Dariq will. Philly team, when Dariq come, he'll show you mad love. <clears throat> but is that in it? Yeah, I think that about wraps it up for episode 18. Um, if you haven't yet, make sure you follow us on Twitter. Baby Gomez 06, Pat Mula 50, and 856 Philly. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, Baby Gomez 06. Thank you for tuning in. This is episode 18, Big Brother Sports Talk. <laughs>